Action. What's good, everybody? What's going on, world? What up, what up, what up, what up? How's it doing? How's it doing? How's it data? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Terrible Reception Radio Show slash podcast. We are on episode 54. I believe so, Sounds yeah. Sounds about right. Episode 54 of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am... Jay Suarez, a.k.a. Jet Plane Jay on all social media platforms. And right in front of me is... Wait, I was trying to get it in yeah. queue. Damn. We got to start that, like, at the beginning because this sound <laughs> is so long. So we're trying out new sounds on our sound bank thing. And we think we need to... Jet, Jet Plane Jay. Social media platform. You, know you know who drives your jet? <clears throat> Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And I'm your other host. <laughs> the one... The only Dracula. Dracula. Oh, oh, oh. I'm making chocolate little <laughs> bumbles in your cereal. Bumbles. Bumbles. <laughs> well, welcome, everyone. Uh, like always, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel. 80% of you guys are still unsubscribed, so make sure you head over there. Subscribe. Hit that bell notification so you get notifications every time we drop a video. Do I want to congratulate you? Let's do it. I'm becoming a new dad. <laughs> About what? <laughs> Who's pregnant? I don't know. This is an early April Fools. <laughs> We're just gonna talk about it all March and I just, April. Yeah, because like, people like I wanted like I want I want these views to go up. So I'm like, you know what? Jay's gotta be a father. I'm being a father for the rest of the uh, March and on uh April first, we're gonna say April Fools. <laughs> so look out for that. <laughs> I thought that was good. Also leave a like, leave a comment, uh fuck up this algorithm for us. And uh Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a rating and leave a review. Oh. Rewind, rewind rewind okay hold on hold on hold on hold on i was trying to find the right one. Oh no that's one eye photography if you want to check in ah <laughs> oh, there, there we go there's the bell bells. notification let's can we switch over to this without fucking up everything here we yeah, yeah, you just press the uh yep, there, we go. there you go now you know okay so bell is blue yeah as long as so. the red says record head over to the youtube channel make sure you hit that bell notification Hey, that sounds nice, right? There we go. So you get notifications every time we drop a video. I, I tried to find the most clickety sound, too. Like, it really gets inside your cerebral. That's a really nice ding. Right? <laughs> Make sure you... <laughs> That's not the first time I heard that one. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. Gonna, what we're going to do is whenever we do or say something that we feel deserves a sound, we're just going to press whatever button and whatever sound comes out, comes out. Oh, man. And it'll always come in context. But anyway, head over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you leave a rating and leave a review. There you go. <laughs> Even if it's the wrong one. Head over to Spotify as well and just follow the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe we're also on Amazon Podcasts and Google Podcasts. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> For all your conspiracy needs. And uh, that's it, man. Let's get this show started. All right. Uh, the first segment of the show, uh, we're trying to keep, you know, structure on this show. Nice and, you know, easy to follow and shit like that. Nice so and structure-y. For now, we only have three segments on the show. We might switch these up in the next few weeks um, as we figure out what we really want to do on this damn show. Um, but the first segment of the show is um, single check. Yeah. Do you have any like 
appropriate sounds for signal check? Probably not, because I didn't think about so that. Let's just go with this one. Yes. Signal check. <laughs> with a little bit of conspiracy <laughs> in it. So signal check for anybody that's new here uh, or for anybody that needs a reminder. Um, <laughs> People like, well, you guys are trash. <laughs> it's just us checking in with each other, uh, checking each other's signals, for lack of a better word and lack of a uh, better explanation. And no, it doesn't stand for any part of our autonomy. <laughs> no, it does not. Well, we have antennas down there. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> start off with you, sir. How are you doing? I'm all right. I've been... um. Been a little tired. I can't lie. Tired of the bullshit. Tired of the bullshit. No, I've just been tired. Like, I don't know what it is. Um, I checked in with a couple other people. I guess I was signal checking uh, with the friends. And I was just like, is it me? Or are you guys tired as well? And, um, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I've been, I've been getting fatigued. It's retrograde. You're right. <laughs> Communication has been a bitch. <laughs> Last week, there was just a lot of miscommunication, 100%, 100%. But all in all, very happy. Um, I went to sleep with a smile on my face like a couple days ago. I always try to get back in that zone and be like, you know what? I need to humble myself, and I go to sleep grateful as fuck. Mm. I don't just say it. I feel it. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like putting your... um, your ducks in a row, you know, you kind of like, I always make, I, I kind of check things. I, I like accept my abundance, whatever the universe has given me so far in a positive manner. Um, I kind of reflect and I say, you know what? I am very grateful for this. I am very deserving for this. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't say it like, you know, you know, you know, ha ha ha. Yes. I'm the best. I'm hey. the best. But you know, like I, I just say like, you know, I have, um, great people in my life um i have like all the gear i could fucking imagine and like the ones that i wanted so it's like you know i just feel like where some people in the world dream about touching certain pieces of gear and being able to do what they love like we actually live that Mm -hmm. you know we're able to do this podcast every like week or every other week and it's just like things like that just add up where it's like you got to be like hold up step outside the first world mentality Mm -hmm. And just um, appreciate it, you know, because, like, things could get worse, you know, whatever. So, like, gratefulness has been at an all-time high. We learned that first firsthand in 2020. Anything could happen. And uh, your blessings can disappear any day, yeah. you know? Um, I got stuck on your the phrase, ducks in a row. Okay. Um, or ducks in order. I don't know why I decided to <laughs> Google where the expression came from. Mm-hmm. Because I've been Googling a lot of shit lately, but some sources suggest that the phrase comes from a game of pool when a number of balls called sitting ducks line up neatly near pockets and can be tapped in one after another. So it had nothing to do with Nintendo or duck hunting. At all. <laughs> Get your ducks in a row has become a cliche and some people uh, object to its use. Okay. Well, whatever. You know I what like other people are objecting to that actually grinds my gears? Mm-hmm. I- a lot of this cancel culture, I want to know why they're choosing certain things. Not not that why they're choosing, but like they canceled Pepe Le Pew. That's actually one of the topics I want to talk about. Okay, so we'll we'll save it for later. So fuck my signal. Let's go straight into this. <laughs> no, because last week when we didn't check it with you, <laughs> shit got mad sad. Where's the sad? Oh. 
Oh, that's, that's not, not very sad. You gotta go into the next. There we go. This is the last yeah. Last time, we had a moment where we had to go to church real quick because Jay got really, really depressed that he couldn't share. It just signal sounded, check. <laughs> it sounded a lot more depressing hearing it back than it really was. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to like doing the callbacks right because i'm trying to be structured and organized for this fucking thing so we don't like lose track of the the topics that i have so then we like fall off on a tangent like we usually do and then i'm trying to like do the callback and the way i said i was like you're not gonna check my signal (laughs) if anything like if we if we took this podcast to another level like we would have like the red-headed girl with the uh headpiece and like like all the um the organization on the show should be like okay we have Jay and he has the subjects, and then we have him. Just He's the, the tangent. He's the tangent right there. You're the tangent. You go all off topic, and then you make sure that Jay reels it back in with the topics of the day. Here's your fishing pole, sir, so you can reel him back in. Your little glasses. Yeah, they would like have my picture, like mad, like professional, and they'd be like the tangent wanted for being the tangent. <laughs> um, for me this week, uh, been good. I mean, we recorded what a couple weeks ago. We that makes me we couldn't meet last the way week. that you just said that makes me feel mm-hmm. like I have to call you from tomorrow on <laughs> no. every day. See, the, I'm just trying to think: is there anything worth noting, mental health wise? No, not really. I've been good. Yeah, I'm enjoying the weather. Nice. I was out today, out and about overdressed because i was wearing this hoodie and i was sweating my ass off all day why did i imagine you in a polka dot bikini with like some like <laughs> 50s retro glasses sunbathing uh, speedos You're like bitch <laughs> give me my nissan <laughs> amy slapping you where you're like can i have some peach iced tea <laughs> um let me see i went to nissan today uh just to figure out my lease situation because my lease was up so now i'm financing my vehicle Nice. So in a few years, the vehicle will be mine. That's beautiful. So, um, do we have a button for that? Let's see what this one does. <laughs> and that was perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna yeet onto the next part of the conversation. But I, I was speaking to my boy Roy. Right, he's the one that uh, works at Nissan, and he's a uh, very Bitcoin heavy and stocks and talking about um, drop shipping and. You know, making extra money. He's like the, the uh, I don't want to call him lower level because that sounds really bad. But he's not Gary V, but he's like our level Gary V, where okay. he's like trying to preach it to people on our level. Gotcha. Before you know, he blows up. But um, I don't know why, but I feel a lot of people been doing that recently, where everybody's coming out of the woodwork. They're like, you know what, uh. <laughs> You know, I was down at Wall Street the other day, and I heard... I was like, bro, <laughs> you... A lot of people are talking all this stuff without doing their research, and that's really annoying. Because it's they're so end up losing a lot of money. You know how many people texted me? Not because they watched the podcast, but because they're like, hey, bro, do you know about NFTs? <laughs> and I'm just like... Just yeah, randomly? Yes. Yes, just uh-huh. randomly. Look at that. NFTs are picking up, man. What is this? But by the time NFTs pick up, the world will be ending. And then next week on the Terrible Reception Podcast, Jay really does become my father. Catch it. 12 Central. <laughs> 12 Central? 
such an odd time. I know. <laughs> that was like what? Uh, what is that? Two central and two hours behind. That's like ten. <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> I mean, that's an odd uh, time, just like this podcast. So, um, I mentioned my boy Roy because I think I may want to have him on the podcast to talk about like certain things. Okay. Because you'll teaching me about like Amazon, like dropship. I think it's called drop shipping or a style of drop shipping where um you purchase <laughs> things on like Walmart. Okay. And sell them through amazon gotcha but all you have to do is make sure the orders go through take care of customer service and you make money that way which is people really did dope. that with like diapers and stuff and then they Kinda created like mm-hmm. 1-800 diapers <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah man overall i've been good uh enjoy the weather today uh it was pretty cold a few days ago it was uh, very but chilly. i think we are good. I think we made it through the winter time. We thought winter was going to be super dark. It wasn't as dark as I thought it was going to be. No, no, no. Surprisingly. I like that because it's like, um, I think the 15th we have where you fall back, you spring forwards. I mean, we lose an hour, but we get more light. Daylight? Daylight, yeah. On the 15th of March. It's already in March? Why did I think it was in April? Because I said April Fools. But early. Maybe I just fucked you up. Probably. Um, Jay's thinking about being wait, a father now. No. <laughs> He's like, ah! Not in the vicinity at the moment. Um, not in my testicular fortitude will I ever be. I practice making babies, if you know what I mean. Bam! Hold up. We Do we have a bam sound? This dies in a world where Jay's balls end. <laughs> wait, no, hold on. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. It's getting a little crazy now. Yeah, we got to memorize these sounds. Yeah, cash money, baby. Somebody having sex. <laughs> um, I guess we can move on to... Uh, <laughs> I guess we can move on. The next segment of this show called... Uh, we need a wave sound in here. Damn it. What can we use in the meantime? Let me see. <laughs> this could be nothing. I'm just going to use random sound. Let's go to bank two and let's go with... Give me a color. Orange. Orange. <laughs> Well, yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> I definitely want to make a conspiracy segment on the show. Oh, Jesus. Rewind all of that. That sounded pretty cool how the rewind kind of like. Oh, no. Oh, the shit. Play? The plane sound. Jesus. <laughs> so, for, so we were playing around with these sounds earlier because Rich put like a whole bunch of sounds in here. So there's what? Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Three different banks, what they're called banks. So there's three banks with eight sounds in each one. So we're trying to memorize, not memorize, but kind of know where each sound is. So, you know, we can have fun with these. And when he played the jet plane takeoff sound, literally, look, (laughs) I'm going to, for anybody watching on YouTube, I'm going to press the button so you can see. How long? There we go. I pressed it. So we can see how long it takes for the plane. (laughs) To come anywhere you near You know us. a plane takes a while <laughs> to get places. And here it comes. And there you go. Jet plane. Jay's in the building. So if we use this, we're going to have to like time it perfectly. Like as soon as we turn the cameras on, we have to press the button. And then I have to do the intro real quick. And then yeah. by that time it's done, I can introduce myself and put it through that sound. It's like slow plane versus angry train. 
<laughs> so um next segment is what's the wave uh what's the wave we take this opportunity to talk about anything that may be in the news anything that's going on any topics that we'd like to discuss or anything that may be going on with us professionally at the moment that we want to talk about there's mad shit going on so now that you mentioned pepe le pew Mon Dieu. weren't we talking about pepe le pew a few weeks ago <laughs> yes. i was talking about him with somebody recently and how he gave me like pervy vibes yeah I probably came up with the conversation where it's like Jay's like at a bar. He's like, "Is it me or like Rich reminds you of Pepe Le Pew?" Like, <laughs> really, he was always like, "Did he? What? What was the words that he would use?" I only remember him like kissing and shit. He's like, uh, he would be like, uh, I always remember Gambit. He's like, "Mon petit, mon petit." I don't know. Like, he's probably like, I don't know, Pepe Le Pew. Now the thing is. We know that Pepe Le Pew was always too forceful. We know that he Mad was forceful. He was like, you know, he never raped anybody. He never like, he, like he kissed. He held women or females too long. He he held a cat. I love how it's like an American dude just doing trying a French accent. accent. Yeah, in the sense he actually ends up sounding Spaniard at the end. Of the <laughs> yeah, for real. Hold on. For anybody that doesn't know who Pepe Le Pew is, because we might be dating ourselves here, but Pepe Le Pew was this Looney Tune character from back in the day. Yeah. You may remember him from the Space Jam movie. Yeah. He's a skunk that always, the whole premise of the show was him chasing around this cat that every friggin' episode is a black cat that gets a white stripe on her back. He's been, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been canceled because they, they literally said like, he's, he's, um, he's influenced the rapers of the world. Don't you think that's a little like crazy? You I am Pepe Le Pew. Everyone should have a hobby, don't you think? I feel like I don't know. Cartoons have always been crazy, bro. Cartoons have always been crazy. Um, they're fictional. Whether he influenced rape culture, that's that's pushing it. It's far. a little too much, I think. Um, yeah, he was a very forward and very like pushy and a little maybe excessive with the kissing and shit. But I don't think he's influencing like like if you go to a prison right now and be like, "Yo, why'd you start raping people?" It's like I was watching this Looney Tune back in the day. This uh, I forget his name, Pepe or something. And he uh, I just was like, "What distraction? Why? Why? Why is this coming in?" Like you know, because of Mr. Potato Head. You heard about a Mr. Potato Head? Yes. He's just Potato Head now. <laughs> But he can be a mister if you want. Or he can be a missus. Or he can be whatever you want. I don't know, man. <sighs> but I feel like Mr. Potato Head has always been like that, right? Is, is, you again, can mix and match the parts. He never had a fucking penis again, or a vagina. This is no offense to the trans community or anybody else that's a they or them. But it's like, if Mr. Potato Head came in this world... As Mr. Potato Head, and he decided he didn't want to change. Can he just be Mr. Potato Head? Like, I don't want to be Mrs. Potato. Like, I don't want to be Mrs. Copier. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we're not going to change your father into Mrs. Suarez. It's like, it is what it was, and it's just like, leave it alone. Like, let the next thing. So, if you want, what you're saying is, if you want to make a gender neutral potato 
Yeah. See how crazy it sounds? Make a general neutral, a like, gender neutral potato. Like a general neutral pineapple. Introduce a new character, yeah. like a spinoff character of the potato yeah, heads. And like call SpongeBob him. is apparently gay. Like, leave him be gay. He doesn't, yeah. like, whatever. It's just, like, create something new. Like, leave it where it was. Mm. Like, let's like not that. switch it up when it just, it, it has its own nostalgia to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Some people are saying that it's like, um, I don't know what the exact wording is, but people are doing it on purpose to get publicity for the toy. So I don't it know. Maybe struggling. Like, it could be struggling, but it's like, it's like again, hey, everybody's it, talking about potato heads now. I know, but it had its moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the toy company should know it had its moment. Like, think about something else. Like, you're re- you're, you're you're trying to sell 1990 to 2000 to a new generation. Like, it's not gonna work. So, like, if if you have to if say that's like a part of their um, plot to sell Mr. Potato Head, it's just because <laughs> it's just because your your marketing's not right or your team sucks that you can't think of a whole brand new fucking lazy. Yeah, you can't think of a brand new toy that like can do gender neutral shit. Like the fuck. If you had to choose a vegetable that was gender neutral, which one would you pick? That's a great question. We need the Jeopardy sound here too. Yes. I think I had it to be honest. Um gender neutral. Okay. Which like, vegetable do you something like a perfect? tomato, right? Because a tomato, you're like, is it a vegetable? Is ah, it a fruit? I like that. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. kind of like it could be feminine because it's like, ooh, it's smooth, but then it's like it's a nice shiny, you know. Yeah, but like I would I would I think like and like like the little haircut, right? Like, would be, like, the green top of the tomato. So, it's, like, that's very gender neutral. Like, you're, like... Or you could take it off completely. Is it feminine with short hair? Or is it, like... You know what I'm saying? Like... I like this. You know? And then switch up the switch up the hair. Yeah. It could be a nice, nice long vine. That's what I'm saying. You know? Have the shiny booty. That's it. And it's that's just, it. like, you take care of your skin. Sometimes you're in a salad. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes people would just want to bite into you. Yeah, like some, an apple. Sometimes you're just chilling with the other veggies. Sometimes you're playing with the meat. Yo. That's it. That's it. I don't even want to expand on that because that was such a perfect answer. Listen, everybody just call <laughs> us. We got you. Um, who else got canceled recently? A lot of things have been getting canceled. It, well, it's not even like cancel culture Like, kind of like seeps into other things because they're saying even in schools that Dr. Seuss. People are only be able to be called parents. They're not mom or dad anymore. That's supposed to be a waved type of thing. Yeah. Apparently, the royal British family is being canceled because Meghan Markle. What does she do? I've been seeing her all over Twitter. Meghan Markle is just like, she's the princess to... uh, Harry. 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 (laughs) Why did you say his name like that? From uh, (laughs) Home Alone. Oh, okay. Harry. Harry. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I mean, I'm, I agree with, like, in the sense, like, yeah, for sure, there's a lot of prejudice and racism um, in hierarchies that control a lot of shit, you know? It's like, it's like whatever, like, it's a dying breed of um, mentality. mentality. It's like your kids mixed and stuff like that. But I was also talking, I was talking to A Natural, right, mm-hmm. about this, and I was like, I don't even think racism is really going to go away in our generation, our kids' generation, or their kids' generation. I don't think so either. Because there's still a pride connected to people's differences. 
So people take pride in their differences, but that also creates a racism, right? Because it's like your Hispanic grandma, your black grandma, your white grandpa is always going to be remembered like, remember your roots, remember who you are. Because if you start entering a world of normalcy where it's just a gray area where it's like, they're going to say, okay, Obama sounds like a white guy. He just sounds like a guy. They're going to say that blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, you don't want that grandpa or grandma or mom or dad be like, you remember you black, right? Or it's like, you remember you're Asian and it's like, you got to do Asian ass shit. Like, no, like the whole beauty about the, like America is a scientific, uh, like concoction. It's a concoction. Yeah. It's like, it has the potential of being, like a gray area in a good way. Like where there is like the normalcy is just again, the melting pot. Mm. And I think that's the way it always should have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is why they called, um, I think New York in particular, the melting pot, right? Yeah. And that's the beauty of America. Cause all these yeah. cultures come together, <clears throat> essentially making one huge culture. We have sense. the human race. People always get that. They're like, yo, my race is black. My race is white. My race is, whatever we are the human race it's like it's an umbrella term so it's like cats are cats they're felines but there's all different colored ones and blah 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 and they still fight and whatever but it's like you have those you have this shit in your own communities you end up fighting each other too Mm -hmm. it's like you know black people in africa still fight each other and some people be like yeah it didn't happen until like white people came along but it's like it happens everywhere, right? There's mm-hmm. people that hate on their own, mm-hmm. quote unquote, just if we're going based off of like yeah. skin. But it's like, mm-hmm. I think, um, what's his name that does all the like, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman said like, I'm going to stop calling you a white man. You're going to stop calling me a black man. And labeling is killing a lot of things because it goes back to what I always say. Press the conspiracy theory button, please. You know what happens in this world is that there is more money in destruction, especially when it comes to capitalism, than there is. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to the sports podcast a couple weeks ago. I forget what they were talking about because it was such a long time ago. But one of the guys um, dropped this gem that stuck with me where he was like, there's more money in separation. And dividing people, there's more money in dividing people, basically. So Absolutely. you can monetize, you can uh, capitalize on on separatism, basically. Exactly. There's more money in that rather than, you know, just picture basically, what's a good product that I can talk about? It's uh, like water, right? Uh-huh. I might have thought I had the best price on water. Mm-hmm. But if I never made it to your end of town where you're like, yo, there's a water guy mm-hmm. and he does it for this, it's because we've been separated mm-hmm. by distance Mm. so if i'm not if i'm you or i are not willing to take that leap Mm -hmm. into coming into each other's town we Mm -hmm. won't know that there's something better exists yeah i was thinking more along the lines of let's say two different races right Mm -hmm. we're separated by two different races so now there's a product maybe the same product but targeted more towards this one you did it too there's one race you no, said I'm, to, I'm saying oh, if they're in, 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 oh, okay, in, exp, hypothetically explaining the, the 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 quote that I was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. So dividing, there's more money in dividing people. So take one race, 
divided into two different races, quote unquote. Okay. Uh, so you can market a product towards one side or the other side, mm-hmm. and then you get the people in the middle going for the same product. It's crazy. It is crazy. So, um, I think that I just get here. it just. <laughs> what were we talking about? We we're talking just about like what's in media news. We were talking like the Meghan Markle situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was talking to Oprah, and she was like, "Yo, there's a lot of people." This is like her and say the word happy Harry. Oh, I like the Harry. way you said it. I like the way you happy. said it. I'm like, what? Harry. Harry. Okay, so like her and Harry I'll find had to leave the United Kingdom, and guess whose house they moved into? Who? They moved. They moved. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my favorite number. They they moved to uh, California and they took over. Um, God damn it! I was gonna tell you like I had that shit. Um, who's the who's who's the um the black director that opened up his own thing in Atlanta? The um, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. They moved into Tyler Perry's old mansion and they got his security. My my thing is is like damn Tyler Perry. He didn't make the best movies, but goddamn, he's got some power moves. <laughs> when this guy opened up his own like Paramount Pictures in the ATL, mm-hmm. and he he has the royal family in his old mansion, somebody called him Tyler Perry. Yo, that ass. And be when like, you have your security protecting English royalty. That's crazy, right? That's nuts. That blew my mind. How nuts is it that they were like, okay, we're in the United States. Where should we go? California. Let's go to Tyler Perry's studio. <laughs> this sounds like a movie. It does. We're like, Brexit and the Royal English family have to flee because of racism and... Yo, this should have been coming to America part two. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> Just whitewash coming to America. And black people helping them. Yo, look at that. Oh, perfect. Yo. <laughs> so coming to America too. Well, we could scratch coming to America too that came out last week or whatever. This is the right idea right here, right? The black family that came over from Africa, mm. or Zamunda, wherever he was from. Zamunda. Comes here, establishes himself. Now he's wealthy. He is now Tyler Perry, and he's helping the white man. And now the roles are reversed. Mm. Now they're coming to America. Yes. And he's helping them because he has the one up on them. I like it. And that's what America should be about. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Your shit is fucking you now. Got you. Got you. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I didn't get to finish coming to America. I got halfway through. The last thing I, I remember is Tiana Taylor doing her damn thing dance-wise. I was like, ugh. The only reason I would watch the movie is just to see the different people like Tiana Taylor or any other like dope-ass artist that's out right now. That when I saw like Salt and Pepper come out, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I would have to rewatch the first one. I haven't watched the first one in years. Yeah, and I remember it being so good that I don't want to watch the second one because I feel like it's going to mess up the first one. No, no. It was, I mean, I thought it was... I think it got a lot of bashing, but it's like people are not looking past certain things. They're not appreciating for what it is. No, not at yeah. all. You filthy animals. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let's see. There's two topics that I wanted to talk about that I wanted to talk about last week, but... I'm going to let you decide to oh. see if we go too far. Let me see. How far are we into this? Oh, we're only 34 minutes. Okay. So, 
topic number one. <laughs> I'm bringing this. The up. Drake stimulus package. The Drake stimulus package. Or dating during the pandemic. What? Which one do you want to talk about? Um, I'm interested on this Drake stimulus package. Okay. It's not as cool as it sounds, but I stumbled across this thing called the Drake stimulus package on Instagram the other day posted by somebody named Too Cool to Blog. Okay. That's the number two. Cool. The number two. Blog with a zero. Very confusing. <laughs> uh, but they call this the Drake stimulus package. Drake assisted 32 artists to their highest Hot 100 position at the time. Artists such as 2 Chains, 21 Savage, ASAP Rocky, Black Coffee, Blockboy JB, Meek Mill, Offset, and we could go on for days. There's like 40 people on this list. Black Coffee is dope. Major Jordan, Lil Baby, Kyla, I don't even know who Kyla is, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, but Kendrick Lamar is kind of established. But anyway. So Drake is this rich that he's helping them or what? So basically what they're saying is that whatever t- Drake touches is gold. So uh, um, one statistic, not statistic, but one uh, number that jumped out was uh, he's helped uh, several artists jump, let me see, an average of 19 places from their previous peak. Um, for example, uh, Lil Baby jumped 65 spots on the top 100 after he uh, was on Drake's song or Drake was on mm-hmm. his song. Lil Durk, same thing, 41 spots. Damn. Uh, even Romeo Santos jumped up 34 spots uh, on the billboards. He's also assisted multiple times these artists. French Montana, twice. Mm-hmm. Party Next Door, three times. Rick Ross, twice. Sanfa, twice. Travis Scott, twice. And Future, twice. Now, do you think it's because I really want to delve into this like deeper? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, Drake helps them to do the jumps. I think Drake, period, is a phenomenal artist. I don't ever exclude melody, lyricism, whatever. I think he does it very well, okay? <clears throat> but do you think, because he's almost like this tomato we came up with, <laughs> that he appeases so many different people? Like, he's black, mm-hmm. he's white. He could look like your Dominican ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. or he has features of your black ex-boyfriend, but his money, like, you know, like, he's, you know, like, he's like, I feel like he's every girl's, like, middle pick dude, and I feel like mm-hmm. they mix that with, like, sure, he makes great music, mm-hmm. but, like, all that. I feel like he owns shit because mm-hmm. he's like a handsome dude to girls. He got the music like, you know, that handsome dude to girls, like whether like you think his music's all right or not, it already is like music's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like and that being him like the wealth, one of the wealthiest rappers, mm-hmm. like don't don't you think that's what helps it too? I think there's a lot of all of that. Um, definitely where he is in the game. Mm-hmm. Top of his game, top of anybody's game. Nobody's ever seen an artist like <clears throat> Drake since like Michael Jackson, really. And he's like um, an actor, and he's an actor. He's kind of relatable in the sense that he's kind of corny, yeah, and quirky. So people can gravitate towards somebody that's like corny and quirky. Yeah, so all these girlfriends <clears throat> of the guys that are that they're dating, the guys think they have a chance to be Drake, 
Mm-hmm. But the girlfriends really love Drake more than them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me see. Let me continue going on to this. So uh, 18 artists had never charted before on the top 100 until they were they linked up with Drake somehow, some way. I think he's also, I don't know if it's him or his team is really good with finding somebody that's about to pop or a song that's about to pop and jump on it before it gets huge. I think people don't give enough credit to 40 as well. I think Mm -hmm. 40 is a phenomenal mix engineer. I think he, he has the formula of like where the vocal should be, how the beat should be mixed. So like whether it's just the formula for Drake's voice, like Mm -hmm. it just permeates. That's another thing. He has a really good voice. For one thing that I notice in certain artists is uh-huh. their voice. I always say, oh, he has a dope rap voice. He has a dope singing voice. Um, he has a good everything. That's what also I mean, makes a rapper. People, people like you can't take that away from people. It's like mm-hmm. your voice, like DMX, he was a decent rapper. It's like he rhymed words, but his voice, mm-hmm. MOP. You know, like Buster Rhymes had both worlds. Mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes has such a fucking deep and captivating mm-hmm. voice but like he's mixing that with speed and lyricism it's like you have to have that as a rapper yeah that's not that's not something you can buy that's mm-hmm. not something you can work on it's like something you're something you're born, born with really yeah mm-hmm. kind of like a singer a lot of people are gravitating towards singers voices but a lot of people don't take into consideration that rappers have to have a good voice, a good not, voice. not a good voice but a voice that sounds good yeah. For the music that you're doing. Or it's so distinctive, like mix, mystical or Ja Rule, that it's like... Unmistakably them. Unmistakably yeah. them. Yeah, it's like Snoop lives his yeah, persona. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just an extension. Oh, wah, wah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, since 2011, he has assisted at least one person with uh, charting in the top 100. Starting in 2011, he helped two artists. It doesn't say who specifically, but... Uh, the most he has helped is seven artists in 2017. Yeah. The most recent, five in 2020. Who's the other person that you think could really do that for people? I have one in my head, but I want to see what you think. <sighs> to the level of Drake? I don't yeah. think anybody. No? Um, I definitely have a couple. Who would you say? Eminem. Eminem, yeah. You throw Eminem on something, it's like, damn. I think Rihanna. Yeah. Beyonce. Rihanna could jump on a rap track or... Uh, you throw Jigga on a remix, he's good. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> I think so. He's already good by default. But it's um, even like, I don't know. Like, you think, I don't even, I don't, I don't it's know weird. Jay-Z it's, can take it to the level of Drake. Like, I love Jay-Z, but I don't know if even the younger kids would know who Jay-Z really is. That's the or problem. Or what he can do, you know? That's the problem. Drake, I felt, I feel at this point in time, at least at our age, he felt in a perfect bracket where he caters to... The older crowd. Because he's our age. Which I guess is us and maybe older people than us. Um, and he's also catering to the younger kids, which is crazy. Yeah. he's He found a sweet spot. Like, Jay-Z are. is Jay-Z. He's always going to be Jay-Z, but yeah. he's more respected by... Yeah, it's like Missy Elliott. Millie, Missy Elliott is great, but not everybody knows about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that reminds me of a couple of years when she was on a, in an award show and everybody was like, who is this Missy Elliott character? Who's that? She's pretty hot. <laughs> So um, so that's the Drake stimulus package that I found really interesting. It's funny how they um, worded it. Yeah. That's actually the the words on top. It says Drake stimulus. Why is Jim Jones here? Hold on. Jimmy Jones. 
Now that I mentioned Jim Jones and I see him right here, can we talk about his glow up? Go ahead. This man, right? I remember back in high school when Dipset was a thing. I thought he was just like a, a personality. Like, I thought he was Freaky Zeke for a while. I thought his name was Freaky Zeke. Like, whenever I heard the name Freaky Zeke, I picture him because he had the wild hair. He always had the tank top on. He was always, like, in the background. So, um... Jim Jones looks like somebody's Dominican uncle. Right. So, for a while, I was listening to his music. I'm like, I hate how he's so offbeat. He is not the greatest lyricist. Like, I don't really, like, listen to his independent project his solo projects and then like the last what two to three albums like Like the whole jams through everything from production value to lyrics to hooks to features features to everything is just fucking perfect hip-hop wise the only thing i would do is like i felt like calling arsonist i'd be like listen can we shoot a shoot a little video for jimmy that ass that would be dope I was also thinking about reaching out to Black Mike and be like, can we shoot a little video for Bryson? Let's do it on the low, yo. I'll fly out there and shoot it for him. <laughs> uh, what was I thinking? Um, so Jim Jones actually said something in one of the songs that I listened to on repeat. Um, what's the song that you sent me? I'm terrible with titles, but... Well, uh, there's two that I sent you. There's one called... Um, I think, like, it was... Not, like, God forbid, but it's... Uh, it is a monster made it. Monster made it. I love that. Woo. Uh, the production is so fucking sick. He make. Do you have lyrics on your uh, title? Yeah, sometimes. Can you look it up real quick? Because there's one line on. Oh, shit, I forgot that I'm connected to this. Um, it's alright. I don't want to get flagged, but play that track. <laughs> Fuck the flag. We ain't getting paid anyway, so. I'm trying to remember where he says it. Yo, put this up. Flag us, YouTube. Flag us. Flag us. I don't care. He make his baby. I appreciate the song so much. So hard, right? Because it's smooth, too. Like... Like, if I was on the corner hustling rocks, my theme music I'm would be... hustling the fuck out of those rocks. <laughs> Capo would be my whole playlist. Monster made it lyrics. Hold on. This is one particular line. Isn't it cooler when you, like, got to meet the person behind it, too? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it makes me feel like gang, gang, gang. Like, you just go outside and you're just bumping this music. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same people that put this together said my shit was cool. And you're just like, I don't know. There's certain swag about that. I'm trying to find it. Hold up. I got it right here. I'm just trying to figure out which line it is. No, actually, I just have credits. I don't have lyrics. Is it right here? Nah. He's still spitting though. He's spitting. Right here. Right here. Did he hear that line? 
this is exactly how I feel. <sighs> Fucking guy. Did you hear that flow? Yeah. So I'm going to try to find the lyrics on here so you could make sense uh, of what I'm trying to say. And this is exactly how I feel. Like, I've been listening to Jim Jones music, right? And I feel like when I walk outside, like, everything should be in slow motion. (laughs) Especially this song in particular. You're supposed to be walking in slow motion. Did you hear Election as well? Election. I did not. I have to check out the whole project. I Literally, once you send me this song, I put this on repeat. I found a lot of good songs, especially... um, on my title recently that I'm just like I'm just playing them all like election is oh, so hard stupid. I'm it's just... the first track hold on hold on hold on plug up plug up excuse me while we try to plug him up I'm here looking at Jim Jones lyrics so I could find this particular line and I was looking at a Burner Boy song <laughs> with the same song same uh, title yeah, I'm just like if you turn me up just a little bit on the uh I think it's already up. But like election is featuring Joel Santana and this dude called Aye. Mark Scribbler. Hey. And um it's just the first lines and like the beat, I'm like, come on, Capo, you're killing it right now. As we approach the next election, Trump turned the country upside down. That's just deception. If you're not ready to hold your ground and get protection, cause these niggas might be ready to purge the next recession. I'll be getting notion from the cope we just was chefing. In the game when niggas start playing foul, it's no ref to tech them. Oh, these shoes that I drop are considered an extra blessing. Cause I'll be so far in the ocean, it's hard to get reception. Trying to find a hot spot in the middle of Bahamian waters, my I don't know. Yo, why, the, can't, um, why can't I find the lyrics of this song? Because we were just talking about formulas, right? So I think that Arsonist and Jim Jones have just found a formula. They got that chemistry. Yeah, because like the thing is, like even with the heat, like the Heat Makers tracks, it's like he's using this drum loop over and over, just like those tom toms, like doom, 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 right? But I'm like, the way he's been flipping it, it's just like crazy. It's just it just works, you know. When you like, you're like, you didn't overdo it. <laughs> the sample too. Bring it back For anybody that's listening We apologize We're having a moment Okay yeah. We're having a moment Sorry guys I really appreciate this song so much When I heard it, I couldn't stop listening to it That's what I'm saying You sent me this song And I was like This is it I'm playing this song out. I'm burning a hole through this. I haven't played shit like this like since like just in reference to them. I was like since Diplomatic Immunity came out of high school. So I haven't played shit like this like boom 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 boom. So this is the line, right? So you know that your rhymes got tighter when people accuse you of having your own ghostwriter. That's basically the line I was looking for. And that's basically how I feel about him. Because it's like, from the moments of high school where we're listening to him in the background of a Cameron song or Joel Santana song, it's like, I was always like, oh, Jim Jones again, he's rapping off beat, he's not even on beat right now. To this, Mm -hmm. like, this man right here. It's crazy because he's, he's like older now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, he still took time. That's what I find the beauty in life, all right? Like, 
I think we entered this new generation where it's like, you know, you had old rappers that stopped rapping after a while because mm-hmm. like somebody made them feel insecure. Like, insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you're too old now, you know? So I was like, yeah. fuck it. Now you can see the Jay-Z's like get into their wisdom bag mm-hmm. and or M&M's and just create Mm-hmm. Brand new, oh my gods, you know, and just like, so you can see how experience and like practice and yeah, like to come from Mr. Offbeat to all right, I'm gonna stop saying that because I've been like just just check out the album, he's gonna come so for dope. you. <laughs> I would love him to come for me because I have nothing but great things to say about him, literally. And I will apologize for all the, I mean, he would probably say, like, yeah, my old shit is trash compared to my old my new shit, like, I would say, like. Is this an extension of his last album? Yeah. Well, it's like um, it's like a deluxe like a deluxe edition, right? Yeah. So this is technically one whole project with an additional few songs, right? So this came out what last year? Twenty twenty. No, the other one. The other one. Oh yeah, yeah. The other so one. Twenty twenty. One of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Hands down. And that was Jim dope. That, that was I dope about our experience because we met <laughs> Arsonist. Mm-hmm. Around the and same like, time. Yeah, so like you're meeting a producer, like it's like meeting Timberland when he was doing Sexy Back, yeah. or what, what, which was more Danger Hands, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's like meeting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? I was gonna do that. It's more Danger Hands. <laughs> more Danger Hands. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> what do you think about the Lemon Pepper Freestyle by Drake and Rick Ross? I haven't heard it yet. Okay, it's good. I have to listen to the Drake album. I haven't listened to it yet. Maybe I'll listen to it. The one rapper one. Gunna has been growing on me, right? And I'm going to play it right now because fuck it, right? Fuck it. We're in a zone. Mm-hmm. We're in the zone. There's a we song. Make money there's, this a, shit the, anyway. there's a song that I play in the morning because it makes me happy. I'm like making coffee and there's a song called, called Sun Came Out. I love this vibe. Let's turn it up real quick. Let's turn it down real quick. Okay. <laughs> Is this it's like Drake? Gunna. Oh, Gunna. And I just love this track. Some trap beats coming in right now. No, nah, it's like dope. Like there it is. Yeah. Is this new? I feel yeah. like he's made another song like this. Kinda. He's got this other song called Met Gala. Has a dope little bounce to it. I know. And then there's um Fred Fred Freddo Bang and Lil Dirk. Fredo. Yeah, they have this thing called Top Remix. These are my three top tracks right now. I like the tracks that you feel like you can ride out on, like, the weather, you know? You need to give me these songs real quick. Hey. So is this Fredo? Yeah. Fredo Bang. You, you see how these... Top? Yeah. These are, like, trap mixed with, like, feel-good vibes. See, I like when artists find a good... Um, mixture of what's hot now to what was dope a few years back. You know what I mean? It's like mixing like, trap drums with like dope mellow songs. Yeah, like when your top lines have the warmth from like Michael Jackson tracks and shit like that, but then your your drums are you know two thousand now and knocking. It's like that shit is fire. What was the name of the Gunna song? Lemonade? No, that's not Lemonade. No, uh, Sun Came Out and Matt Gala are my two favorites. Sun Came Out. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, that's when it's, like, trap leaves a good taste in my mouth. Where it's, like, or these trap artists. I'm not going to say trap in general, but when mm-hmm. when these trap artists do something that's just, like, refreshing, it's, like, damn, I got respect for you because you're trying to grow. He became know? popular for this song that went crazy on... The lemonade, um, yeah. yeah. Went crazy on uh, TikTok for a while. 
I love the artist that sings on it. The um, what's his name? Um, Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver, Travis artist, uh, Travis Scott's artist. So one song I've been playing on loop for the last few days is the new Major Lazer Diplo song. Oh, artist name. <sighs> I wish I knew how to pronounce it. Guaina. 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 It sounds like guava uh, vagina. Guaina. G-U-A-Y-N-A-A. He's a Spanish artist, but I've never heard of him before, but I'm going to look him up now. But this one's called Diplomatico. Diplo. Diplo. Diplomatico. Oh, okay. The video dropped yesterday, so he might have seen me post about it. Wait, was this like a preview with in the elevator or close to the elevator? So you don't even have to know what the fuck he's saying. That's what I love about music. Like, you don't have to understand a word he's saying. The vibe, baby. The vibe is there. So I've been listening to this. The Bryson Tiller project's dope too. Oh, did you listen to the the snake the snake one yet with Selena Gomez? Not yet. All right, I'm gonna play my favorite part of it. Right. Play this one real quick. Uh-oh. Can you can't like not move your shoulders like this We're when the have track? So comes many up. flags on this video. Hold up. Here we go. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right, that's enough. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play my last track <clears throat> just because like again, there's been a lot of good songs. I would go into the Bryson Tiller, but Bryson Tiller still to, you know, you guys can still check it out. You already know who Bryson Tiller is. This I love. If you can bring me up a little bit. Beat me up, Scotty. I'm not going to play the beginning of the song. I'm going to play the end of the song of what I love. DJ Snake song. One thing I love about DJ Snake, he always goes into some crazy, like, mixture, right? Like, the only thing, I mean, I haven't listened to this song, but Selena Gomez, like, rubs me the wrong way uh, yeah I know I feel you but she they did a nice collab yeah. they mix I guess okay this feels like I'm, I've got like 10 margaritas in the system my bank account is looking good and so is my whole crew like I just feel like DJ Snake is so good and so international that he could have gotten that's what I love about Diplo and Major Lazer They'll bring out like Brazilian artists that never even heard of and they'll put on a track or they'll end up in the middle of like, I don't know, the desert somewhere and find some dope fly ass artists and put them on a track. Like Selena Gomez is, you know, Selena Gomez, you know? Yeah, like I feel there's like a lot of MIAs to keep discovering. Mm -hmm. That was like a little bit of Bryson Tiller. Like I look, did you see the Sorrows video? That's the one you sent me, right? He's like falling out the sky for like 20 minutes. It was fire. Yeah, man. Black Mike, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> don't act like you don't know um, who we are. Let me see here. Remember that story where Black Mike's like, hey, I'm Black Mike. And I was like, hey, I'm White Rich. I was telling Earl that story this weekend. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we were talking about, but I do remember. I was like, yo, Rich. I remember one day when he first met some guy named Black Mike. He actually introduced himself as White, White Rich. Rich. <laughs> I was like, if anybody would have done it, it's definitely them. Um, Yo, doesn't this see. remind you? Remember Rocco's Modern Life? The turtle? Oh, the glasses? Yeah. Right? What was his name? He was like Jewish. <laughs> he talked like this. He's like, Rocco, I don't think it's a good idea. Does it start with an F? What was his name? I don't know. 
Fuck, I don't want to. It depends. So All right, I'm going to pass it to you. I know I've the known. people that listen. You got to do something Anybody with it. Anybody on YouTube, we have a prop on set that Richard wants us to make into some kind of object. Yeah. Like, if you guys ever remember, like, remember whose line whose is line it is anyway? anyway? Yeah. Ooh, saggy titties. Hey. <laughs> this is when Jay gets drunk <laughs> off the alcohol. <laughs> pass it. All right, now I got to think of something. Encourage you guys to head over. We're not even going to describe it, so you guys can head over to the YouTube and check it out. What's your ooh? Hello. What we uh, see that your uh, ovaries <laughs> are enlarged for me. Oh man, I saw something else completely different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on, wait. <laughs> Actually, hit that if you. If you like it. If you like it. Or if you don't. Wait, how'd you do that? I I don't know. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I just automatically want to make this into a body part. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's funny about it. So Jay's creating almost like a B shape right now. Fuck. We're trying to recreate the one that you just did so I can... (laughs) <laughs> what is this? It's from the Pelican case? Yeah. Oh. But I was like, this would make great, like, you could create it into, like, a prop that you, you know, you could, you could fuck with the people with. Damn, bro. Ooh. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally just trying to recreate the one you just did because I saw something else than what you did. I was like, oh, I could cheat. No, I bent it a little bit in the middle part. You bent it up or down? No, like the, that thing I made like a little like you. Like I made a little dip dip thing. Diplomatico. I made some diplomatico with it. Like this? Uh not not exactly, but I did something <laughs> similar. Yeah, not exactly. Not exactly. Oh Jesus. Hmm. Um it looks like it looks like a happy face. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I like when Jay goes into Batman mode. It's Pepe Le Pew. Le Pew. Yeah, I got one for you. <clears throat> it's not like I was doing this 10 hours before you came here, I swear. You were practicing all day. Senorita! <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Mexicans. <laughs> they didn't have to be Mexican. Whatever. Could be a dirty French guy, too, that just said oh. the words. <laughs> yes, I do. That's so good. <laughs> All right. This will be my last one. What do we have here? This looks like some Illuminati type s- symbol. <laughs> I feel like you're just crushing it into different shapes to try to make something. I'm not even going to lie. I fucked up. <laughs> Either ideas. way. That was that segment. <laughs> oh boy. Um people listening were like, yo, I just lost seven minutes of my life. life. Um let me see how much time we got left. We are at about an hour. I mean, we could go on for another 15 minutes or so. So I wanted to touch the topic of dating during the pandemic. Let's do. How much are you willing to share, sir? Because I have some side story. I have some stories from people that jumped in my DMs. I'm going to play this in the background as I do. So. 
What is this? Hey. Oh. Oh. This is Bryson? Yeah. Is that a, did he drop a whole project? What the fuck? I gotta check that out too. The song says Get Next to You, so like it's perfect for this. So I brought up the topic of dating during the pandemic and surprisingly a lot of people jumped in my DMs and asked me, hey, what are you talking about? Like, do you can I be part of this? I was like, sure, why not? So Absolutely. I went can. from people that were sharing too much information to people that just didn't fit the category of what I was trying to look for in this. But I wanted to share one story real quick. Okay. I have a great story for you. <clears throat> Let's see if I can find it. At least I think it's great. Here we go. My boy, PR Sense on Instagram, Mr. Luis Omar. <laughs> Usually when I get stuff like this in my DMs, I never Ooh. read them because it's like a full novel. And I'm like, oh, God. He's like, I was on a boat in the middle of. But the first sentence, he goes, so I met, I meet this chick on IG a few months ago before the Rona hit. I was like, okay, I'm hooked. <laughs> so this is the story. We were just keeping it cool. And I'm going to try to narrate this the best way I can. Okay. We were just trying to keep it cool, but we started vibing for after a while. Oh. We wanted to meet up, but the Rona was in full effect. Damn you, Rona. Eventually, a few months into it, we said, fuck it, and decided to meet. So we meet. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Rona. (laughs) I'm going to try to turn this into an erotic novel. Hold on. Let me uh, replace the teller playing in the background. <laughs> so I meet a chick. <laughs> and I, okay, so where was I? Full swing. So Rona was on full swing. Eventually, females. Uh, we decided to meet. Okay, here we go. So we meet and hit it off in person. But we had to be extra careful with the Rona going on because of some autoimmune issues she was she has going on. Damn. You're really risking it all <laughs> with the Rona They're running both wild. Risking it all. Woo! Okay. So the only place we literally went to were my place and the supermarket. <laughs> Why'd you say that? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Erotic novel. I like it. I like it. Supermarket. Eventually, it became. I'm trying to be like a. What do they call those audiobook readers? <clears throat> so this is my tryout. Event- <laughs> Eventually, this breakdown is sick. Eventually, it became like a never-ending sleepover. Actually, says sleeping over here, but mm. it's funny. All she wanted to do was drink, and she didn't understand the concept of personal space. We argued all the time. <laughs> and at some point, I told her I needed some space to breath. <laughs> to breath. <laughs> I'm going to read it exactly how I have it. I love here. it. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I don't like arguing. And she guilt trip the fuck out of me so I let it slide Bryson Zeller is perfect for this I know she got better for like a week then she got drunk one night accused me of cheating how sway <laughs> we in a pandemic and you won't leave <laughs> and she put her hands on me dot Damn. dot dot and Pepe Le Pew was the problem. <laughs> it took everything in my power not to hit her. Damn. With the wrath of the raging demon ultra combo like Akuma in Street Fighter 4. 
Wow. She passes out. <clears throat> she passes out in a drunken rage, and the next day swears she didn't remember and puts on a big show with tears. Everything about how it has to be the liquor, and she's not that kind of person. Alcoholic. <laughs> I got her out. I got her out of here. Why is he like holding her at this point? <laughs> I got her out of here. But she kept on asking to talk it out and promised she hadn't had a drink since. Eventually, I gave her a chance and let her come back over like a fucking dummy. I love how the breakdown just hit. <laughs> Didn't take long before she was back to downing bottles of wine and put her hands on me again. Damn. This time I was about to call my sisters and have them come through with some of my cousins and beat her down NWO style, but my phone mysteriously <laughs> came up missing. Damn. After that, it was a wrap. I got her out of here a few days later. She tried to guilt trip me again, but this time I wasn't hearing it. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> now I kind of know what it's like to be in one of those Lifetime Medea movies. Full circle, Tyler Perry. Wow. <clears throat> Madea movies, where the lady gets beat by the boyfriend a few times before the movie is over. <laughs> I like how he took. I like how he took a large segment of this story to explain that. <laughs> the craziest part to me is this all took place from July to November. That's a long time. Five months. WTF? There you go. Man, that's a sad one. That is a wild story. Jesus. Well, fuck you, madame, for putting hands on this guy. So, Luis Omar, I commend you for being a gentleman and for being a man yeah. and not beating the fuck out of See, her. See, I like that he got angry, but he was like, yo, I'm going to get the female goons on Yo, here. for real. What would have happened? Hold on. His phone went missing. Hmm. I love the part where he goes... <laughs> It took everything in my power not to hit her with the wrath of the raging demon ultra combo like Akuma in Street Fighter 4. That's hard. <laughs> like Lewis literally sat there and wrote this out like my man is passionately writing this shit. I could see him like he's like he's taking a break. Yeah. He's like somewhere in his car. He's like, God damn, I'm going to let them know. So well, we appreciate you for yeah. sharing that with so us. Shout out Luis, Mr. PR Sense on Instagram. I actually met him through uh, Dre. Okay. Food by Dre. Eats by Dre, my bad. Um, somebody else. So basically, what I got from that is, you know, you spend your time during a pandemic, right? Mm. Being cautious about meeting people. And then you think you're fighting the right person. And I guess it makes it I don't know if this case was relevant to the top the the point I'm trying to make, but I would imagine breaking up during a pandemic is difficult, which I guess would be a good transition if you want to share or not share. It's up to you. I went through um, it. I went through it. Where it could be super difficult and maybe some other people, unlike Lewis and yourself, that would use that not as an excuse, but make it more difficult for you to break up with somebody or not even take the plunge because I don't know, you're sharing the rent or you have kids or you own a home or you don't want to go through the divorce process during a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that tension was more real than the, the Rona at the time. Right. For you personally or absolutely because it's like, first of all, I was, I was coming 
I was about to come out of a six-year relationship. Whoa. That going to say something else. No, no. <laughs> I was about to come out to my family. I was about to come <laughs> out to my family. And that's why my girlfriend. No. Um, yeah, like, you know, I dated... I dated this lady for, like, six years of my life. And it was, like, on and off. We might have had, like, three big breakups along, like, six years. And, like, but, I like, I gave... Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> but I gave like my heart and soul to the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't deny, like, you know, like I really know that I did. And the, the hardest part is just that this person like couldn't particularly leave at the sense because like everything was like already like the whole nation was like, all right, it's locked down. Don't get anybody else sick. Don't go out. Don't leave unless you have to get essentials, right? Mm-hmm. This is when it was like. Peak pandemic, I call it. Peak pandemic. So the thing is, when you go with sharing a bed with somebody and then you have awkward tension every day following because you're not talking, you're talking only because it's time to eat and somebody has to get something. You hear that person weeping on like, you know, the bed or the or the couch, depending on who decides to take what. Because there's times where I'm like, all right, you know, I like... We're not working right now, but I still care about you. So, like, you you have the bed or whatever. And then it's like, no, I'll just take the couch. And it's just like, you're just laying there in a world of having to deal with the situation on a whole nother level. Because you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. And you just stick with it. So, like, being, having to deal with, like, heartbreak and sadness at like the ultimate level, like in your face, like facing it head on makes it extremely, extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Right. And then after that, it's like you enter a world afterwards where it's like this, this world epidemic or pandemic still lingers. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I started talking to my new interest, it was like, we both took a chance to spend the day together. <laughs> I tried to go in for the kiss. And the funniest part was like, <laughs> she screamed out, Rona. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is hilarious. But we eventually got there. And it was kind of like. Wait, so when you lean for a kiss, she was like, Rona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny. It was funny because it was kind of like. That's how I do. She was the one. <laughs> exactly. There was like a little comical. Um you know, sprinkle to it, but, um, yeah, it's fucking hard. It's still, it's still now because it's like, you know, it's, it's weird. It's, it's because you're able to spend a lot of time with your loved one, but I feel that whether you're in a situation where life can't be normal in the sense that you're both working or this and that, maybe it's a little OD, or like you're trying to find work and it's like there might be things that create chaos in this situation and or when everything does go back to a normal state it's gonna hit too hard where it's like you've had all this time with this person and now you don't Mm. so either end it's like i can't concentrate on the relationship because there's too many troubles at hand or you can focus on the relationship because you have more time together and then it's like, what happens when those tables turn 
and now you have less time together. You know what I'm saying? Both things are kind of like test the relationship. Hmm. And I think Tyrese said it best. He's like, you never want to feel alone if you weren't on an island with somebody. And he said, like he said, he's been in a lot of relationship with other women where he felt alone, even, you know, he felt alone in the worst situations of despair. And you don't want to feel alone in a relationship like you have to carry the whole damn shit because that person can't take pressure. Like you need a partner that works with you that doesn't make you feel like when when this shit hits and you're like, damn, I'm about to lose my life. You don't want that person to emphasize that feeling. Hmm. I like how you said, like Tyrese said, nobody has ever said that before. Uh, <laughs> Tyrese said he was on like the, the scholar. Tyrese said, yeah, like he was on, like I think, uh, Power One Hundred Five. And Tyrese, the singer slash actor, or the model. Hmm. Isn't he all? True, but there's one specifically known for being a model. Yeah. Uh, well, the actor Transformers. I talk about the actor. Yeah, yeah. So, like he said, he's been in a lot of relationships where even though he's in the room with somebody else, he feels alone. And he's like, imagine you got stuck on an island. You don't want to be in a relationship where you feel like you're trying to find the food. You feel alone, and that person doesn't contribute to a security. Hmm. That person doesn't have a certain form of instinct or intelligence to make you feel like you're in a partnership mm. where it's like, well, you bitch, you do all the work and hopefully we'll get out of this. <laughs> um, yeah. Relationships are, aren't supposed to be tough, but they're complicated at times. Um, and I'm sure the uh, pandemic doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to share another story. See, I'm getting like fucking novels here. You definitely are. Yeah. So this one was a little more complicated and a little, um, I don't want to say TMI, but. uh, Let's go with it. It was relevant for the story. Um, So a friend of mine named Nati, who goes by Brujita Kahlo. Brujita Kahlo. She's the one I did the the first uh, FaceTime shoot with. Yes. So she lives in Florida and she was going through some... uh, Baby daddy issues. Come on, baby daddy. Come on, baby daddy. So um, I'm not going to share all the details, even though she said it's okay for me to. But uh, I just wanted to speak on the stuff that's relevant to the topic that we're talking about does right now. Does it make it juicy? <laughs> it kind of does, but it gets a little messy. So what I'm going to say is that they had broken up because she had caught him uh, with a whole new, with a whole nother woman. Oh, she was a large woman. No, I don't know how small or large she is. Just know that she's a whole woman. Oh. A whole girlfriend on the side while he's uh, engaged to uh, Nati. And uh, she found out... I'm sorry for laughing and chuckling, but I just find it stupid how men do stupid shit like this. Like, she found out while walking through Animal Kingdom in Orlando with her children. With their children. With their children. Bumps into them. Ouch. So... Can we just speak on one thing before you go in? Yeah. Is that, can we agree that big ups to... Men are stupid. Captain Stupido. (laughs) Because he's not that stupid. Is he? No, because honestly, 
I mean, what are the chances of somebody catching you in a... Do you understand how big Animal Kingdom is? <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. But yeah. <laughs> Picture this humongous zoo that you just so happen to be at. So many fucking people. Stop. You're making it funny. <laughs> it's true, though. But think about how much work it is to hide something to that level. Right. I'm going <laughs> to... No, but listen to my point though. Like, uh, hold on. Let me know when to stop. Hit that ice cube. Yep, we good, we good. So, I don't know if you've ever been to Disney. Have you been to Disney? Yes. Do you see how huge those parks are? No, it's fucking huge. Like, what are the chances of you going with your side piece? It's like nobody's gonna see me here. I feel like I end up in a fucking giraffe's ass before that happens. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, Animal Kingdom is a huge zoo. What are the chances? Okay, Donald Trump, huge huge zoo. zoo. (laughs) What are the chances of you, (laughs) stupid ass, with Uh, the children? You're meant to get caught, but you're fucking dumb. No, 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 (laughs) no. I I gave, okay, I gave this guy the the title Captain Stupido. (laughs) Captain Stupido, you're Captain fucking phenomenal because, (laughs) I mean, in his defense, like I said, you the took chances? the kids and you you treated them so nicely that they didn't even say anything. They're not the uh-huh. kids got the biggest mouths. No, no, she was with the kids. Oh, Here's the story. I, said, I thought he took his no, kids no, out no, with no, the no, new no, girl no, no, and they no, no, still no. stay quiet. Captain- <laughs> no, that's a different story. <laughs> I said, hold Captain up. Captain Stupid though went with his whole new girlfriend to a lovely day at Animal Kingdom. Nati with their children. Saw her children gotcha. with Captain Stupido. Where did she think he was? Is that in I the have story? No, idea. no, I didn't ask. But anyway, I always want to know what excuse did this guy give that he's like, I'm not going to be home today. Oh, actually, she told me that. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm getting personal on here, uh, but she said I could share it. But um, he had told his girlfriend I was living in the house because he didn't want to kick me out. Captain it's Stupido. okay you're helping her because she said put this guy on blast. <laughs> you know what's funny about it? Um, somebody that she knows, I don't know if it's her cousin or her sister, follow, I follow her and we follow each other. And there was one day she posted a picture of him. And I kind of knew who he was because I've seen pictures of them together. And she was roasting this man mm. in her Instagram stories of the outfit he was wearing. Can you smell chicken? Because I can. <laughs> so Captain Stoopy, though. Uh, so basically, I have to say all that to say that it complicated things with the kids, obviously, unfortunately. Damn. Um, and Captain Stoopy, though, didn't think about that. Captain but... Stoopy, though, didn't think about the hearts of the children and the right. children go through it the most. Right. So this was like peak pandemic so she remembered the date to the t when she found out and it complicated things with the breakup and you know um just everything just the whole court process like she was saying that they were doing zoom sessions for court processes and selfish not divorce because they weren't married yet but um just for custody of the kids and how messy it got and it's messy to begin with and it's even messier during pandemic times so they weren't married they weren't married they were engaged engaged yeah but they have kids and, you know, it sucks. Unfortunately, I mean, we made fun of the situation mainly because Captain Stupido is living up to the name. But um, it's not funny because of the kids, you know. The kids are involved and my man's, if you were happy, just 
you know, cut ties and dip. Ugh. But anyway, you know, um, and that's for everybody that's going through like a breakup during the pandemic and how complicated it is. And I feel for the people that are in a shitty relationship and can't move on for whatever reason. Like I said earlier, either financial reasons. um, I don't know, because the other person holds financial, you know. Do you think things like really didn't change, though, because some people still stay in toxic places and it's not because we got a virus going on? Yeah. Um, But I listened to this other podcast and a lot of people shared stories of um, and this was like months ago when everybody was still in lockdown of how they were in a situation like that, but they couldn't go anywhere because they're stuck in a house with somebody that they don't want to be with. And they were trying to find the right time to, like, pull the cord and dip. But, you know, the pandemic complicated things. That is um, crazy. So, um, and then I got another story from somebody else that was just, like, focusing on, like, work, <laughs> which is kind of boring. Um, there was one other person that shared a story. Shout out to Chris. Let me just pull up his DMs real quick. Chris. So many Chris's in my DM. Is this a Chris we know? No, no, it's a different Chris. Gotcha. Korean Chris. <laughs> Come on, Korean Chris. Come through, Korean Chris. So Korean Chris met a young lady uh years ago. Korean Chris re- and reconnected uh through a mutual almost a mutual and a mutual, mutual mutual friend. So there was already something to build off of. She moved away in ninth grade. I think we got really comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I basically asked, do you feel like the lockdowns helped build your relationship or do you think it affected the relationship negatively at some point? So he said, I think we really got comfortable super fast because we had to just spend time at home together yeah. where you're like <laughs> bare-faced self. Yeah. You're bare, bare-safe self. Bare-faced self. But this also made us... You get morning breath too quickly. You get the snoring. Mm -hmm. You get the farts. That's the point he was making. So he says it skips the honeymoon phase and you get a little too comfortable and maybe, but the honeymoon phase is too short. But I'm also extremely cute. So dang, I'm thinking now that might make my experience unlike other people. So basically what he was saying is that you kind of skip the honeymoon phase and get a little too comfortable with each other because you're spending so much time with each other. I know my grandpa always told me, right? He said... No matter how many years that you're together, you always got to do something like you're still dating. Mm-hmm. He's like, I never like shat or pissed in front of your grandma. I'm like, that's <laughs> respectable. I respect that. I'm like that. But then yeah. it's like, I know in my relationship, it's like, I try not to do that. But like the other side is comfortable with like, she's like, I wish you shared that with me. Uh, like shitting in front of her? Well, no. <laughs> shitting on her? What's going no, on? No, she's like, she's like, you know, you don't have to close the door when you pee. I'm like, I kind of do. Uh, I got into like a big habit of peeing with the door open at my own house mm. at one point, but she's trying to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've made it a habit of like closing doors for other reasons, but I'm not gonna get into that today. Brown. Definitely not brown. It's more like. The angry shit. So. Yeah, so dating during the pandemic, breakups during the pandemic. I feel for all of you guys that are going through it. Um, even people that are in re- full-blown relationships during a pandemic, it could get complicated because you're sharing a small space with each other. So it's like yeah. an adjustment period for everybody. 
Uh, me and Amy had to share my room, which is fucking tiny as shit, uh, for a while until we figured out a way where we can, you know, kind of navigate through the house. Uh, I gave her my room and I kind of just worked in the basement for a little while, Kata basement for a little while. Kata basement. Uh, until I started actually going out and doing jobs now. Um, so, uh, I mean, everybody had that adjustment period. Yeah. And everybody had those complicated phases where nobody knew what the fuck was going on, where we were going, how we're going to get through this. I still feel like it's kind of there. Yeah. But I feel like it's more lax now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that things are slowly starting to open back. Like, um, uh, Jerry, unfortunately, um, tested positive a few weeks ago and that's why we haven't had her on here. But, um, when she told us that, I, I, I just stopped watching the news altogether because of all the bad news and all this stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from the news altogether. I'm going to stop looking at these numbers. They're not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. So when a couple of people are telling me, um, oh, I tested positive. I'm like, people still test positive? <laughs> so for a while, I was kind of like, you know, going through the motions, obviously wearing my mask everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just getting, you know, getting around and stuff like that. But, you know, when people are still testing positive, it was like, really? <laughs> still? So, yeah, so that's that. So, uh, let me see. Texas opened up 100%. Mississippi opened up 100%. And Arizona opened up 100%. And I'm kind of with that. I can't judge them. Nah. At this point, I'm kind of like, okay, at least somebody else is trying it. Let's see how this goes. And, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's all we could do. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather experiment and live my best life than live a half life. Mm-hmm. And it's like a couple episodes ago where we were like, you know, we're at at this point where, at some point, we were like judging people, like, "Oh my god, you're not wearing a mask. Oh my god, you're meeting with other people. Oh my god, what are you doing?" And it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, "Whatever, it is what it is." Because if, even if you get vaccinated, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you still gotta wear a mask. What's the point? Because, yeah, they say herd immunity, but then it's like at the same time, they're like, well, it only does this and does that. It's like, what I wish is that, I read you know that how you, you talk? I read that you could wear, like, you don't have to. Yeah, but the the thing is, it's like, for me, it's like, I would love that one person, yeah, it would create a little too much chaos, but I would love that the person that has to say it just says, you know what? I don't know what's going on either. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Everybody's looking at somebody thinking that somebody has an answer when everybody's in the same boat. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. I feel like they're doing that to keep people calm. Maybe. I don't know. It's It's kind of like, um, when there's a fire in the building, you don't want to everybody go down the, you know, in a single file, all this stuff. But if you like start freaking the fuck out, everybody's going to start freaking the fuck out type of thing. Like, like for me, right? I feel like, <clears throat> luckily, you and I had a version of this Rona. And everybody else that I know that just had it, they survived, right? Mm-hmm. To me, some of those people aren't the healthiest people. Is it, is it that bad? Did other people die? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, again, I'm not saying this in a... Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. I don't want to say that in a very... um. Insensitive way. insensitive way I just want to be like I don't think anybody knows him At the point where somebody th- speaks like they do know Is yeah. when everybody gets uncomfortable That's the thing I, Like what I want to normalize is just having a conversation I want to normalize not making somebody feel absurd for sneezing I don't want to make people feel absurd for wearing a mask I don't want to make people absurd for wearing not a mask I just want 
people to not have this overwhelming anxiety, this overwhelming tension. Mm-hmm. It's like if this was your last fucking days, are you happy? And that's what that's my last question for the podcast tonight. Are you fucking happy? So do what makes you happy to an extent. If you're not really hurting anybody else, then don't be a dick. That's it. Because I saw somebody going viral lately for bullying uh, an Uber driver. Did you see that video? No. Some dumb idiot was in an Uber uh, car in an Uber ride with two of her friends were wearing wearing a mask. She wasn't. The driver respectfully asked her to put a mask on. She said no. Started flipping out on him. Ripped his mask off. (sighs) Took his phone. Tried to assault the guy. And it's like that's much. That's a bit much. Just get out the fucking car. If he asks you to put a mask on, you don't have one, okay. Just step out of the car, get in a different car. Or put a fucking, I don't know, a shirt over your face. <laughs> like I said, man, I just it. like make sure that you're doing the best that you can to be as happy as possible without, I guess, like, yeah, like ruining your life, you know, by feeling too crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to feel crazy out here. Some people do. I guess, yes. You're true. <laughs> I'm not. I cannot agree with that, but <laughs> live your best life. Be safe. You know? Yeah. If this virus was sex, be safe. <laughs> Wear a condom. Wear a condom. <laughs> um, I think that's it for now. Um, We'll see if we could get... Uh, uh, We're pretty close to... I mean, they already gave me the thumbs up of locking in this... Uh, I don't want to call him an Instagram celebrity. I don't want to mention who it is yet, but he got popular on TikTok making some funny videos. Um, he's migrating to Instagram now because TikTok banned him for a week and a half or two weeks or something like that because of the content he's posting. But um, I've been speaking with his manager the last few weeks and hopefully we could get him on the next episode, if not the following episode. We're just trying to work out schedules and stuff like that. And whether we're going to meet in person or do this via video chat or whatever it is but we're trying to get uh some guests on here for you guys some well-known guests so uh yeah and he's from jersey too so shout out to him and uh i mentioned him i'll mention him you'll see who it is um i don't know if anybody knows who he is but uh, 1.7 million people on tiktok know who he is um, heard. but uh yeah man thank you for tuning in uh this is terrible reception podcast episode 54 once again as always i'm going to try to drill this in your head 80 percent of you guys aren't subscribed yet so subscribe to the youtube channel it's funny that they call you jay pulling jay because at the end of every podcast you have like this pilot voice like we're about to land you're like hi i'm jay pulling jay oh damn no it was gonna take too long (laughs) i was gonna play the jet plane sound oh what is that in the airport, that's the airport sound. That's the electronic. Right there, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So now I can do this. Uh, 80% of you guys aren't subscribed yet, so make sure you subscribe, hit that bell notification, and uh, leave a like. And leave a comment. And help us fuck this algorithm up so we can get in front of new eyes and ears. And uh, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating. Leave a review, even if Apple Podcasts isn't your uh, audio streaming service of your choice. Skip off of Spotify for two seconds. Head over to Apple Podcasts. It's free if you have an iPhone. Just find that little purple icon. Go on there. Search Terrible Reception. Search Benetton. Go on there. Say these guys are dope. These guys suck. Whichever you prefer. And uh, uh, click that. Spotify, follow the podcast. And make sure you follow all our social media. 
Uh, I'm Jeplane J in my fucking lap. I'm Jeplane J on Instagram, <laughs> on Twitter, Benetton Music. There is One Eye Photography, and there is Terrible Reception all on Instagram. And now there's Jay's Boom. OnlyFans because he's becoming a father. <laughs> so, my OnlyFans. And you? Where can they follow you? They can follow me at the one and only Trap Jesus. Is this like Thor or like Raiden? I want to be like in between. Thraden. Thraden. What would be a good name? I want to look like Thor. I want to be powerful like Raiden. I mean, Thor's pretty powerful. It's pretty powerful, yeah. <laughs> so you just want to be Thor. Basically. <laughs> I mean, it's going. I got or the long hair. It's a cool hat like Raiden. Yeah. That's what it is. But like right now, I'm more like Thor when they like find him. You know, actually drinking beers. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to show you this Thor that looks kind of like you. Thor. 80s. 80s Thor, right? No, it was, uh, I forget the themed Thor. Thor. Thor horror galore. Let me see if I can find him. Well, as Jay finds Thor. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, following the podcast and listening to our dumbasses for as many hours as you have in your lifetime. We appreciate you. We thank you. And I'm just going to hit them with the intro. In the outro. Wabang! Wabang!